and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana and I'm here to tell you the real truth about Brazil. So I am so excited about this episode. If you are struggling with your 20s and feeling the pressure of having everything together, this episode is for you. Me and Jan got your back. So in this episode, we talk about life after college, how hard it is to get a job you actually like, relationships, focusing on yourself, hanging up on other people's potential instead of how they actually are, a new perspective on being single, family pressure to be someone they want us to be, how movies and influencers can influence our lives in a negative way, and so much more. This episode I had so much fun recording with Jan. She is the host of the Hello 20s podcast. And I hope you really, really like this episode. This is a little bit longer than usual, but just because it was so hard not to talk about these topics so much and to cut a few things off was so hard. I don't, I cannot remember having such a hard time editing an episode, but I hope you guys like it. Before we get to the episode, please make sure to follow, subscribe and review this podcast and share with someone that you think might like it. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming. I think this is going to be such a cool episode to record and I don't think I could record it with anyone else but you. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you. So for starters, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name's Jan. Um, I have a podcast as well, which is Hello 20s. Um, and I'm from the United States, but I was born in China. I came to the US with my parents when I was like a very little kid. Um, and right now I am 24. I'm turning 25 at the end of this year, which is like quarter life. And sometimes it freaks me out a little bit, but you know, we're in a pandemic, everything's slowed down. So there's an excuse to have like things that are slower right now in life. And um, my day job is actually a business analyst. So I work at a tech company and we work with different clients and the government. So that is my job. Awesome. So like what you said about turning 25, I just turned 25, like November, it's, it's uh -huh. like, it was like last month, last month or something. <laughs> and I feel you completely when that, that happened. I was like, oh my God, this is a quarter of a century. This is like so much, like, yeah. how did I get here? Like, I didn't even get to live my 24. Exactly. Exactly what happened to me. Yeah, no, I was, um, I was on TikTok and they were like saying how like there's so many people who like enter the pandemic when they were 23 or like 22 and they're like sort of ending the pandemic. We're not really ending this pandemic, but it's getting better. And now we're like 24, 25. So I started this when I was 23. And I think things are getting a little bit better, but, you know, we don't know what's good, what it's going to be like in three, six months. Um, but, you know, we're still in this and I'm going to be 25. It's like, where did 23 and 24 go? You know, it's like, what happened between those times? I don't remember. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I have like, it's in my mind for as long as I can remember. I don't even know why that the mid 20s would be such a turning point for me 
that I could party and do whatever I wanted until I was 25. And then when I got to 25, I would be such like a grown up and I would have to really take responsibility for everything and would have to figure out my life and everything else. But how do I even figure out my life when we're in the middle of a pandemic and I have no idea what I'm doing and everything changed so much. This is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> no one predicted this when like people asked, where do you see yourself in five years, like five years ago? No one predicted this at all. <laughs> yes, and tw- five years ago was 2016. 2016, I, I was like a teenager, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> And yeah, five years ahead, here we are. It's, it's weird. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Definitely. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about um, is because I feel like the expectations in the life between the people in the 20s here in Brazil and in the United States are so different just because of the college experience. So in the United States, people usually leave their houses, their parents' houses to go to college. And then after college, they just, I feel like they just have their their life figured out and they really go live by themselves or with their boyfriends or girlfriends, partners, and they really start their lives. But here in Brazil, it's different because we are not so used to leaving our parents' house for college, we actually get to live with our parents most of the times. And I mean, I'm 25, I'm living with my parents. I don't see how I'm going to get out of the situation <laughs> so soon. Yeah. And the, the thing is that I was talking to my sister about this. Our last cousins that got married, they only left their parents' houses because they got married. And they were on their late 20s or early 30s. So there is a struggle, obviously, but somehow I feel like it's different here Mm -hmm. and there. So my question is like, in the United States, how is it that people have their lives figured out after college? Because I have (laughs) no idea how that is. Well, to begin, um, like you said, there are a lot of people who, you know, leave the house at 18 um, and go to college. And that's just kind of the culture here. Um, But for me and a few of my friends, we actually stayed home because our university is actually very close to, you know, home. So it saved a lot of money from um, living in the dorm, you know, and just living at home rent free. And, you know, there's free food and everything like that. But I do have a lot of friends who went to different colleges, like miles and miles away or out of state. And I think a lot of people like going to, you know, faraway places because they want to just get away from home, right? And have that total freedom. Because when you're not not like close to home, no one can tell you like, hey, you have to wake up at eight or hey, you have to go to sleep or like curfews at 10 or whatever like that, right? So everyone just wants to experience that freedom. And luckily for me, even though I lived at home um, for college, I still had that freedom of, you know, I can do anything as I want as long as I'm responsible. And I think with the 
you know, do I, how do, how does it look like everyone has it figured out? The truth is no one has it figured out. It's just such a facade, like people leaving home and, you know, renting a place or like moving to a new city and working at a job that seems so great. And like, they have their career like lined up and know what they're doing. Every day, I think a lot of people are still questioning, like, is this the right place for me to be right now? And I think a lot of people are, from the outside, everything looks good. But from the like inside, you ask yourself a lot of questions, like, should I be here right now? Or should I move to a different city? Should I find a new job, right? So I think on the outside, it looks like people have it all figured out because you're, it looks like everyone's being so independent. Um, but from the inside, like everyone's still questioning whether what they're doing is right and what the next move should be. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like all of my friends are questioning their lives at their moment at this moment. So am I, honestly, I'm always questioning myself and especially in the, during this pandemic because we are stuck in our heads all the mm -hmm. time because we cannot leave the house and it's crazy thing. But something, I don't even know if this is a, my point of view because I only see influencers all the time. So they get their money and they actually can get their apartment after college and they have sort of things kind of figured out financially. Mm -hmm. But people who don't have this kind of money, how come they leave college and they rent an apartment and they just leave, they leave like outside their parents' house? I don't, <laughs> I could never imagine how that would happen here in Brazil. I think um, it's just such a culture thing here because at 18, you're independent. So for most people, like, your parents don't have to pay for anything anymore because you are considered an adult in the legal um, perspective, right? So you are responsible for your own actions. You're responsible for your own finances if your parents don't choose to support you financially anymore. And so I think our culture is such a like independent culture. Like you have to find your own independence um, that because independence comes with freedom, right? If you are living by yourself, yes, you have the responsibility of paying rent, paying for your own things. Um, but you, it also comes with the freedom of just choosing what you want to do and not really having to, I guess, like compromise with any other people's rules besides your own, especially if you're living by yourself. So I think that's a big reason as to why a lot of people choose to live outside of home after they graduate. I know there's a lot of people and a lot of my friends, they actually still live at home because of the pandemic, right? So they decided to move back home because financially it just makes more sense. Everyone's working from home. So why are you paying so much to live somewhere and you can't even go out at night and have fun, right? Um, but I do know that some people are struggling living at home because they just don't have that freedom anymore compared to when they were just living by themselves or living with a roommate and a friend. Yeah, this is something that really gets my attention because from my friends, all of them, I only have one friend like that lives here in Brazil that he left his parents' house. And it's been like two months since he's, been, he's, he's leaving on his own. Mm -hmm. Like, because until then he was living with his dad in this other city, but it's just one friend out of, 
I even, I don't even know, like, not even all my friends, but also people that I know. I don't know people near me that just live by themselves. This is something so different. Like I said, I feel like people leave their parents' house here when they get married or they leave the country. Like I have two friends that live in Europe, but like that's that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the same with like my family in China. Uh, my cousins, like they still live at home and usually they don't leave home until they are like gonna get married to somebody. So I really think it's it's a very like American Western culture that you just leave home as soon as you can and when you can, because you have all that freedom to do anything you want. And you can choose to go back and visit if you want. And you know, you have your space, I think is the thing that people like here. Yeah, I think I would love to leave my parents home right now just to have my own space I think this is so important even when you're in your 20s really because you are figuring out who you are and I think it would be so important if we left home so we are kind of detached from our parents and what they want for us I think this is something so big as well but also financially I know that this is not possible at all Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up because I saw, um, I heard someone say this quote, how like, if you want to be like a new version of yourself or like the best version of yourself, you have to leave home or you have to leave your hometown because it's hard to change when you're in an environment that has built you up to where you are now. And I like, that just brought up that quote that (laughs) I saw somewhere like a few days ago. Yeah, I think I saw something like that on TikTok as well. Like that made me think, because yeah. if you're not changing your, the environment, how you're going to change yourself mm-hmm. makes so much harder. Exactly. Like right now I'm at home with my parents and, you know, I've been home since forever because I, like, I didn't move out for college and anything like that. So like financially, they support me as well. And I thought about how, because I, I've been thinking about like, either moving out or buying my own place. And, um, you know, if when you when you move out or you buy your, your own place and you're by yourself or you're with a roommate, that's your choice, right? And I think a lot of people will feel like it's a burden to ask their parents to pay for rent when they are the one who choose to move out. So if you are by yourself, if you're independent, then and you, if you can't like financially meet your needs, then you're going to have to try to find ways to earn that money so that you can still live the lifestyle of being by yourself and being out of the house. So I think it kind of gets you started on like, okay, how else can I earn money? Or how else should I, you know, how, how can I save money and stuff like that too? Yeah. And that's something huge as well, like getting a job. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to get a job in general, but with this pandemic, it's even harder. Yeah. It's so hard. I, I had no idea really, because when I got my internships on during college, Mm-hmm. I think I only got two by myself. Other three were people oh, like, I think this would be good for you. And they would kind of help me get the job. But really getting a job after college, I see all of my friends. They, most of them are either, they don't have a job or they are unhappy with their jobs, but you just have to have a job. Otherwise you won't succeed in life. Yeah, you need to support yourself some way. (laughs) Yes. 
And how is it job hunting after college there? Oh my gosh. So it's hard. Like I think finding a job in general is so hard. And after college, you know, during college, I had jobs too. I, I babysat in my earlier years to earn some extra money. And then um, like my later years of college, I interned and then I worked as a tech recruiter. And I, I really got lucky with that job because it was through like a family friend. And then from there, after college, I stayed at my tech job. Um, I, I, I got a communication public relations major in college. So I wanted to go to PR or like marketing and stuff like that. But as I was trying to find jobs in that field, it's really hard in general, right? Because there's so many people that are qualified for these jobs now. And there's so many people going to college now. So the you know competition is a little bit bigger. And um, I just remember I was at my tech job and I was, or tech recruiting job. And I was just like, you know, this is like not the job I want anymore. I'm so tired of this, but how do I like, how do I even find another job, right? It's so hard. You apply to like 50, 60, 80, 100, and you either like get rejections or you don't get anything. You don't hear anything back from them and you feel so defeated and I was having this conversation with my mom at that time and she was like, you know, it's so funny, like in China, you find jobs through people, like through connections. And when they came to the US, they really thought like, oh, if you have the education and you're qualified, then it's easy for you to find a job. But that's not really the case either, because in the US at the same time, if you have connections, if you know people, it's so much easier to get your foot in the door. And that's really how I got my business analyst job as well. It was through connections. Um, I went to lunch with one of our clients at my tech recruiting job. And I didn't want to go to the lunch at first. I was like, I have plans after, like I didn't plan on staying later than I expected, but I went to this lunch because my boss asked me to accompany the client and so I went I after that like nothing happened but a few months later the client came back and asked my um, boss if I wanted a job in like business analyst um, tech department and I was like you know what right now it's really hard to find a full-time job I'm just gonna take this and that's really how I got the job and so I think like you need to network, you need to get to know people, like make those connections, because if you make those connections in the beginning, like people know who you are. And so they're more likely to be like, oh, let me ask this person if like they're interested in this job. Or if you apply for that job, they can be like, oh, I know this person, I know what they're like. I think they would be a good fit. Because if you're applying and you don't know anyone in the company and you're just like sending applications, you're just another piece of paper to these recruiters, right? Because I worked as a recruiter as well. And I see everyone's resume. I'm just like, nothing sticks out. Like you all look the same. How am I gonna know like who to hire? So that's something that I've learned. And yeah, my friends, some of my friends, um, they are unemployed right now because obviously the pandemic and it's really hard for them too. They tell me like, I can't find anything. I've been applying and I just feel so sad. Like I feel so defeated and it's really just hard. Like you just have to push through it. Even though that's not something you wanna hear, you just really have to. Yeah, this is like so true about connections. When I got into college, I had no idea how connections were so important, but 
they kind of happened to me. I never put much effort, which I kind of regret because what would my life be if I put a little bit of effort right there? Yeah. But I got three internships just for connections, which is amazing. But I know that I wanted that the, my last internship, I didn't want anyone's help. I wanted mm-hmm. to go out there and do it by myself because I, I don't know, it was kind of um, a thing for me. Like, I don't want anyone helping me. I want to see if I can actually do that by myself and get myself an internship. Mm-hmm. So thank God I did. And yay! <laughs> every, yes, and every single thing that I did really counted. I don't even know things that I thought I, I was doing in my life. And I would be like, oh, I'm just doing this because I'm doing this. It's not going to count for anything in my life. That's not true. So, some things will really stick out for, for some recruiters. And mm-hmm. it's going to make a difference. So it's actually very important that you get as much experience as you get, as you can get. And yeah. it really makes such a difference. And I don't know how, if you've been seeing this there, but in the beginning of the pandemic, I, I saw that people were actually, um, there were more job opportunities than now. Mm-hmm. But I think in the beginning, I don't even know why that happened, but I saw a lot of job opportunities. Yeah. I mean, at that time, I wasn't really looking for jobs anymore. So I'm not sure. Um, but I definitely know like now it's a little bit more scarce. It's a little bit harder to find jobs. And if there are like jobs that are open, um, what I've learned is that some positions, they just don't show the public because like they want people that they know to recommend somebody to the company so that's a little shady but you know it's how some companies run (laughs) yeah and I don't know I think connections are even bigger now in the pandemic somehow yeah definitely because I I think it's also the fact that like budgets are low with um salaries and so they want to you know hire the right person and yeah I think I know one thing um a lot of people struggle with finding a job is and I struggle with this too is the fact that it's like okay I don't really love this job title I don't really like I'm not super passionate about this job I'm scared to take up this job because what if I'm just stuck there forever and that was like what I was so scared of too when I took this business analyst job because it's a lot of more IT and business side instead of like communication and the creative side and I'm I'm more into the creative side of um, business instead of the logics and so I was like oh my god this job sounds so boring like what if I take it and I just never leave because it's so hard to find a job right Um, but what I've learned is that you know at this moment just take that job because one, it will teach you things that you never thought you would need in life. And you can also, or in your jobs, and you can also transfer those skills to other jobs. And just because you take up a job doesn't mean you're going to stay there forever. I think that's what we always think. It's like, are we settling? Are we not going to move on anymore? And that's all up to you. If you had enough of this job, you think you have outgrown it, then start looking for a new job while you're still at the job. Yeah, I think this happens, especially in the 20s, I guess, because we have so much pressure to figure everything out already. Yeah. And it's insane. We have no idea what we're doing. We just left college. 
we live in our parents' house or we just left mm-hmm. our parents' house. How yeah. come we have to have our career all settled? And this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I would never say this in my 20s. <laughs> like, not ever. I really, I love my job right now. I am mm-hmm. so grateful for my job that I really have something that I really love. It took me a long time to get here, but I really do have amazing an amazing job. But I would never say that, that this is going to be my job for the rest of my life. I yeah. think that there's so much to experience and nothing will impede that I, oh, I want a different job and I start looking out for another job while mm-hmm. I'm still in this one as well. Exactly. And I also think it's because like maybe the older generation, they had one job and they kind of stuck to it for the most of their life. While I think our generation were so like multi, I don't know what the right word is, but we're a lot of like, I'm a photographer and a videographer, you know, there's, you're not just one thing. I think we're so multifaceted that, you know, you don't have to stick to one job. I think back then people used to stick to one job because that's what's safe but I think a lot of us are starting to realize that you don't have to stick to one career for the rest of your life you can be I mean not for a lot of professions like if if you want to be like a doctor in your 40s I think that's going to take a lot of energy to go back to school and then start the practice of it Um, but I think for most jobs like you can you can pivot, you can pivot your skills and move it to another industry. I think that's what people don't really realize and they don't see a lot of, but when I was in college, I was fortunate enough to have guests come into our um, classrooms and talk about their career and how, you know, they were this for a few years, then they switched to another industry and stuff like that. And so it really opened my eyes to be like, you know what, I don't have to stay in, in this industry for the rest of my life if I, if I don't want to, you know? So on another note, relationships in the 20s, this is going to be like a rant (laughs) because, oh my God, it's so hard. I saw on TikTok, first of all, TikTok is amazing. I see so many people, they are really hyping up every everyone like okay you don't need a relationship mm-hmm. and I think at this point in my life I finally believe, believe it I really yeah. don't need a relationship which is amazing but I saw this one guy that he said something that was so interesting he said that guys specifically they think they, they have in their own minds oh I want a girl that's this this and this and in their mind is fine, but they don't have the maturity for this. And when they yeah. get exactly what they wanted, they just cannot take it and they bail out. Yeah, I can, I definitely have like seen that myself. <laughs> it's quite frustrating when you're on the other end, when you're that girl, where it's just like, you literally want like this type of person. And like, I feel like I am that type of person to you, but you're just like acting as if, you don't want any of it, you know, or I don't even know if that sounded out right, but I'm just saying like, no, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just, it can be very frustrating. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate this. It's like so annoying and people really are, they are really out there seeming like you have to have a relationship. And when yeah. you get to family gatherings, like, Oh, do you have a boyfriend? 
Oh like, why would I even have a boyfriend, first of all? Like, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, no, that's, like, now whenever my parents, or my, my mom, whenever my mom, um, like, FaceTimes our family in China, like, they're always asking, oh, do you have a boyfriend yet? Even my mom, like, now asks me, like, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? And it's so funny because, like, in high school, they're like, you better not have a boyfriend. You better not have a boyfriend. And in college, they were kind of like that, too, like, focus on your thing and, like, your studies. And then you just expect me to have a boyfriend right out of college. Like, relationships take so much time. It's so hard. And on top of all of that, like, I'm still trying to figure out who I am as a person, what type of relationships I want. And, you know, sometimes you meet the right person, but I don't know. Do you believe like meeting the right person, but not the right time? I don't know. Oh my God. This is like a hard question because at some point I think I 100% did. And then a few months passed and I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't like that. That's so exactly I think, how I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if some time passes by and you see that, no, it wasn't actually like the right person and it was actually the right time <laughs> because yeah. that wasn't supposed to happen. Exactly. And I think like the last few years, I've just been so caught up, like caught up of the potential that this guy could be, but not oh, yes. really real, not really realizing like what he actually is. Like, um, for the last like year and a half, like since last year, I was like kind of seeing this guy and I was just seeing his potential, but not really what he was giving me. And I was like, you know what, he just give it another month, like things will get better or like give it a few more months and he'll start to realize this and that and stuff. And then at the end of it, I'm just like, you know what, he just needs to grow up a lot. And I just need to leave my like leave this like I need to show myself the exit and do my own thing and not accompany my or like not compromise my life until he has like grown you know what I mean like yeah I think this happens constantly just because we are so caught up in the situation obviously because we are in the relationship or situationship or whatever that we cannot even see it and then we ask our friends and we say, okay, you are crazy. He's fine, but like, he's so not fine. He's exactly. terrible most of the time. Yeah, it's like, I've been lied to how many times now from him? <laughs> and I still yes. didn't believe it. <laughs> yes, and it's so hard to get yourself out of the situation to see the reality of facts as well. I have like a huge struggle with that. I, I do the same thing. I always see the potential of what they could be. And honestly, I always see it better than they actually are. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's how I was. And I think this year, I just realized, like, um, I, I've, I've talked about, like, practicing non-attachment and just, like, not trying to attach yourself so quickly in the very beginning, because that's what I used to do. And I think back to, like, the days, um, my last year of college and the year after that, when I was kind of seeing people, and I was just like, oh, he's a really good guy, like, but I'm just seeing, like, such surface-level versions of them and then I get to really know them and they one red flag two red flags I still don't see it and then now I realize you know what like if it doesn't bring me peace or if you leave me confused and I just don't want it because I feel like I feel like sometimes people are just playing their options and I get that but I think for me if you're gonna like leave me as an option then I'm just gonna not be there I'm gonna just walk away I'm gonna find somebody who's not gonna treat me like an option you know 
Yeah, and something about that attachment thing. Um, my therapist told me that because this because I would meet a guy and I would be like, oh, I like him. And she, t- she would always say to me, okay, but you don't know him. How do you yeah. even like him? <laughs> and then like, I'm not allowed to say this anymore. So I don't say I like him. I say he's, he might be interesting. I'm into him, but I, I don't like, like him because I don't know him. Yeah. So like, you know what so- I think? I think, sorry. I, I think like, I was thinking about this too. And I was thinking about how like the media influences us so much, especially like, movies that we watch as a kid right where like or like tv shows like high school musical like they fall in love so quick and so we I think after seeing all of that we think it's so easy to fall in love it's so easy to be like I like him after like one meet with him right but you have to realize that in real life sometimes it takes a little bit longer it's not going to take like 60 minutes to realize oh you like this person it's going to take a lot more time because I think in tv shows and also in movies, they just, they have a storyline and they have a timeline, right? And so that's why things move so quick, but in real life, that's not how it is. And so I think that's kind of how we saw it as a kid. So that's how we kind of think it's going to be like as an adult. Um, We are so attached to this idea of having a partner that we just Mm -hmm. accept whatever comes to us. And this is really scary. Like, why though like why are we lowering our standards for yeah other people it doesn't even make sense because we're doing so bad for us and something that I had an experience well recently like before the pandemic at this point we're almost like one year right there mm-hmm. um but recently is that I was dating this guy and I was just dating his potential not himself and then some, my pet peeve is lying. I cannot take people lying to me. Oh this God, is like, I, I cannot even. And I told him that I was like, okay, you can tell me whatever it is. Like we can talk it out, but don't even, don't you dare lie to me. And I always <laughs> find out. So mm-hmm. it's not going to go well. And then I found out that he lied to me. And I, suddenly I came into my reality and I was like, oh, okay, wait, he's not like that. He's actually shit. And then uh, it was really so funny because all of that um, layer of what I thought he was just came down and I saw what he actually was. And I thought I liked him because we were dating for a few months. But then, oh, okay, I liked the person that I thought he was. This Mm -hmm. guy, I don't like him. I think he's shit. I don't want him anymore. (laughs) And then it's really funny that taught me a lot. And I hope, I really, really hope that after all this pandemic, I can apply my real, my love life mm-hmm. to actually seeing what is there and not what I think it is. Yeah, definitely. That, you know, that's like the same thing that I like kind of went through with like the last guy that I was seeing. Um, we were seeing each other for like a year and a half and he would always like bail on me and I'd be like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. And really it's not fine. Cause like, I get it if you bail like the first or second time, but then it's like constantly sometimes it's just like, why am I like not setting my boundaries, you know? Um, And I think boundaries and setting my boundaries is something that I really had to learn, like what is okay with me and what is not okay with me? Um, Why am I letting this happen when it's not okay with me? And it's making me feel bad at this, 
like end of the day, right? Because I think at the end of the day, when you want to be with somebody, um, it should be uplifting. Like if you're not going to bring me peace, if, like I said before, if you're not going to bring me peace, if we're not going to uplift each other and I'm always sad at the end of the day, then I just don't want it because I'm really, like you said, lowering myself to keep somebody in my life. Yeah, and this happens, this is good, not even for relationships, but for jobs as well. (laughs) This goes both ways, actually. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like the movies thing, like this really got me thinking, I think my whole life, um, in movies, things happen like so naturally. People like, oh, I like him, and then he likes me back. This Mm -hmm. is not true this is not real (laughs) and I think I like in the past I tried to apply this so bad like oh he doesn't like me but he will don't worry he will like (laughs) me at some point because this is how it should be and really they really ruin me like how is that I want to see movies that things don't go right and then people are really happy single like the movie Mm -hmm. how to be single is one of my favorites just because of that Mm-hmm. there's another movie I don't know if it's called how to be single but there is one by um Gina Rodriguez I don't know what it's called but at the end like she wasn't with anybody is it how to be single oh I think I know what you're talking about it's a Netflix movie right yeah someone great yes found it. yes yeah at the end That's she was single one. right yeah yeah I think so yeah this yeah. is like spoiler alert I'm sorry but no, yeah. like, if you want to look it up like you should because of the story it's so important and yeah. uh, I love I don't know the this one that you said I really liked it as well but I don't even know I think um she was very focused on having a relationship the entire movie mm-hmm. and the how to be single one she was like kind of focusing on getting out of that relationship life Mm -hmm. I think this is why I liked it more than Mm -hmm. the other one but I really like these movies that you can actually oh my god I'm so happy I'm single because look how much fun she's having I love that exactly no I like I've always like the last few years I've always thought like oh it would be great to like have somebody you know have a boyfriend and stuff like that but now that I'm like happily like not looking happily not talking to anybody I just realized like I need to figure out my own things so that when I meet somebody um I don't think like oh I've I've been living my life to to compromise their life because I think I'm the type of person where it's like when we're together if this is what you want to do let's talk about it but I'll make sacrifices and you'll make sacrifices. But I think right now I want to be selfish. I don't want to compromise. I actually want to live like my life to my rules. And um, when things happen, when I meet somebody, then let's, let's do it. But right now I think it's good to be selfish and really live that life. Because if you think about it, when you meet somebody and things go right, you get married and then you have kids and you're going to dedicate so much life like accompanying them and compromising so that they have the best life ever so this is only this is your time to be selfish to have the best life for yourself at for these next few years I think this is something that I also saw on TikTok TikTok is amazing actually yeah. <laughs> it gave me like a whole different point of view on relationships and I'm so grateful for it 
but I really want someone that, first of all, that they can give me something that I cannot give myself. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I need someone that makes me a better person. Yeah, I, I get that. I've seen a, a TikTok as well, something similar to that, how they're like, think about all your exes and how like how much self-improvement you have helped them with and now they're better off and look at you now (laughs) you're like crying (laughs) because of them which I thought was kind of funny but yeah definitely like when you find a partner it's not just you helping them become a better person like it's definitely important for them to challenge you and make you a better person as well Okay, so something that annoys me so much, like we kind of started talking about this, is how movies, TV shows, and influencers and Instagram portray the 20s to be so perfect, and it's just not how I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know, like, I I think I really like to watch influencers on, like, YouTubers, and they have their own life, they have the, their own apartment in New York City, and everything else but sometimes actually most of the times they are younger than me and it kind of bothers me that they have their life figured out and I don't but not because of that like not in a place of jealousy whatsoever like like you rock that you have your life figured out but I kind of feel like I'm falling behind on this and this really bothers me like it gives me kind of a little bit of anxiety right there yeah Definitely. I definitely see that as well. Like I, some of these influencers, like in YouTubers, I watched them when I was, when they were kids and I was still a kid. And then it's just like all their work from back then is now paying off. So now that they get to live this type of life. Um, but I was watching Jen M. I don't know, if you know, Jen M on YouTube. I'm terrible with YouTubers. I watch like three <laughs> of them and then that's that. <laughs> well, Jen M is, um, she actually turned 30 recently, but she was talking about how 2020 changed her. And she talked about how like, you know, she's a pretty big influencer as well. She has like her own makeup collection, I think, um, or clothing collection, one of them. But she talked about how she would like be traveling so much and doing these photo shoots and all that stuff, but it wasn't all real. And these photo shoots, these campaigns, all these things are selling you a dream. They're not really selling you something that's realistic most of the time. And she's talked about how even though she gets to travel for her job and she has all this, you know, thing because she's an influencer, she's not really happy because there are inner things that are you know still bothering her um so I think that's something that we have to all remember is that everything we see online it's just such a highlight reel um I mean there are some influencers who will share like the real deal with you and their struggles but even if they share the real deal and their struggles with you you still don't see the like entire thing because I don't think anyone's going to share every single detail of their life to you know millions of people and even if they do there's still little things that you don't know about oh yeah like I love I only watch like three youtubers because I really like to watch the real ones that they show like the bad days as well Mm -hmm. I feel much better I feel like I can actually relate to that and 
I hate people that show that everything is so amazing and so perfectly fine because first of all this is not true and second of all it makes me feel like shit all the time (laughs) (laughs) definitely yeah and I don't know like at this point I I only watch tv shows and movies that are not so recent Mm-hmm. So I think this is also something that is very um, comfortable for me because yeah. it's not the real life anymore. Honestly, I feel like social media screwed up a lot. Yeah. I mean, even now with like recent TV shows, like reality TV, especially here, like reality TV is so big now. And also when they show reality TV, most of the time it's like all luxury stuff. You know, everyone's having this luxurious like lifestyle and most of us aren't living that life, but we're like, which is going back to what Jen M was saying, like they're all selling you this dream that you're trying to just chase one day and hope to reach it. Mm-hmm. I love reality shows. I love Me too. Shows. I love them so much. Like <laughs> I think sometimes YouTube has that like nice, like sweet, perfect type of video that to show you. And you know, it's just you just have to realize that that's just a part of someone's day. That's not their like entire day. Yeah, I hate that. Everyone <laughs> has their life completely figured out. Like they wake up at like I don't know, 4 30 in the morning and then <laughs> they do yoga and journal and have their coffee and I don't even know what else before six when they start working and this is just not realistic for me yeah (laughs) so what is one advice you would give to someone who is entering their 20s so I, I thought about this and I have like a few but I'm just gonna sum it up to the fact that you know like we said we see these like movies and stuff depicted in the media and we're thinking like oh I'm supposed to be at this point in my life but there's really no like one supposed to be way Um, the only supposed to be is what you have created in your mind and what you decide to do right and so with that being said I think if you're constantly thinking like you're behind in life and you're supposed to be at this place or you're supposed to be there um you know there's like this these thoughts of like why do I not have my ideal job yet or like why am I not in a relationship yet or why don't I have my own place yet I think that in life there's a lot of those questions that are going to pop up but if you are always so focused on that type of um thoughts then you're always going to feel behind in life and you're always going to feel sad you're always going to feel like you're not content and you're just going to be chasing and chasing and then soon you'll realize like life around you is passing and you're just so focused on chasing onto the next thing and asking like why am I not here why am I not there you're going to really miss out on a lot of that's going on in your life so you just have to realize that everyone's life your own life has a personalized timeline um, that's not going to be same with like other people and you have to be okay with that and then once you accept that I think you'll be more content and you'll just live a lot happier which is I think a lot of people are hoping to live their life like oh that's awesome that's like a great advice so thank yeah. you so much for coming to the podcast. I loved having you here. I think we had a great conversation and we kind of like summed up, obviously like it's deeper than that, but we yeah. kind of summed up like really great. 
Yeah. And if people want to find you, where can they find you online? So on Instagram, you can find me at yawnxq, which is Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U, or you can look up the Hello 20s podcast on Instagram. And that's really it. <laughs> yeah. And she talks about a lot of things in the 20s. So it's like a bigger conversation than just this episode. So go yeah. check her episode, all of her episodes and her podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I I'm so glad like we got to talk and have a conversation about this. Yeah, I love having you here. Thank you so much. Aww, thank you. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. I really hope you liked it. I hope you got to feel understood the way I did. Um, me and Yon, we talked about a bunch of things after we stopped recording the episode. And I think it's really nice that... People from different countries, different nationalities can really relate to each other in terms of the pressure of the 20s. It's actually a struggle. It sucks most of the times. But I don't know. I feel like just do you, you know, and everything will be just fine. The pressure is purely on our heads. It doesn't really matter what other people say, just what you do. So thank you so much for tuning in again. And all of um, Yon's Instagram, her personal Instagram, and her podcast Instagram, the links are in the description as always. Make sure to follow her and listen to her podcast. She is she talks about a whole bigger thing than this episode. This was just a general part of her whole podcast. That's why I wanted to record it with her so much. So thank you guys so much and I hope to see you back next Tuesday for another episode. Bye guys.